I mean, I'm already on the list, so I guess you're on the list now, too. <laughs> yes, oh no! <laughs> Welcome back to a, <laughs> yes. I'm going to know what it is this time. Hey, welcome back to a, dang it, exclusive interview on yes. 1980s. Now, normally our show is yes. a weekly examination of 1980s pop culture and its continued influence today. Hey, my name is Will and joining me as always are my f- friends and co-hosts, Kat and John. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hello. Uh, as I mentioned earlier this week on our normal episode, uh, you know, we were talking about dumb and dumber, <laughs> how dumb people don't know they're dumb. Mm-hmm. About the Dunning-Kruger effect, about the Flynn effect, how it turns out society, our society is just getting dumber around the world. Generation Man. after generation, decade after decade, people are being born with significantly lower IQ scores <laughs> and scientists aren't quite sure why. Anyway, when researching mm-hmm. this topic, mm-hmm. uh, I found this amazing on-point stand-up done by our guest today, Alonzo Bowden. I've been a fan of mm-hmm. his since he won uh, the third season of Last Comic Standing. And, um, yeah, anyway, he does this, he's his latest stand up special, which was, uh, he uh, filmed at a comedy club last year is called mm-hmm. stupid. Don't get tired. <laughs> and one of the phenomena he talks about is how, you know, you can't argue with a dumb person mm-hmm. because they never run out of energy. <laughs> <laughs> he talks, explains how a smart person comes home. They're exhausted. That's pretty true. Yeah. But yeah. a dumb person is just getting warmed up. Anyway, you should check well, out that. Well, that's how special. we know we're, you're smart. You Why? get exhausted with just, you know. <laughs> right. start the show exhausted. Will, Will is exhausted <laughs> easily, so we know how smart he is. <laughs> so, so smart. That's how we oh, know. I have no energy. I'm such a genius. I am always tired. That is true. That's it. Anyway. in every part of your yeah. brain all the time. But the tricky thing we talked about is, you know, this phenomenon, the Dunning-Kruger effect, and you should listen to the episode if you want. It was long and probably really wonky. Uh, oh. Skip to the parts where John and Kat talk. Um, <laughs> but what's interesting about, about it is- About raw parrots. The, the boiled down, it's just this concept that you may be just dumb enough to not know you're dumb. Right. <sighs> yeah. Which creates a situation where you could, could be wandering, wandering around wondering, am I dumb? But John pointed out, if you ask that's your question, that's a question of yourself, you're probably mm-hmm. not dumb. Probably you've demonstrated not. an intellectual mm-hmm. curiosity. Yeah, willing to be introspective, willing to entertain other thoughts, willing to yeah. willing to consider that you might not know everything. Yeah. That's a good indicator that maybe you don't, and that's okay. You're smart enough to know better. Yeah. I'd like to call it an intellectual humility. Okay. I like that. That's good. Uh, so we got the Flynn effect. You got your mm-hmm. Dunning-Kruger Dunning effect, and now you got the cat mm-hmm. effect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, during the episode uh, earlier this week, uh, we also just talked about some of the things that we learned or thought we had learned when we were kids mm-hmm. growing up that mm-hmm. turned out to be false. Mm-hmm. We give you a good solid 10 plus ones that you, you wrote in about. But mm-hmm. I've got a couple others for you here. Oh. Nope. See if you ever heard this or believe this. Okay. You must drink eight glasses of yeah. water a day. I do mine with Kool-Aid mix in it, but <laughs> I, try to, I try to get it done. You know, it's, it's funny you say that, Debbie John, because my wife is still, she, now she won't, she'll deny that she has a certain number in mind, but it's not true. She uh-huh. does. She believes this eight glasses uh-huh. a day thing, which is a uh-huh. myth, which I guess I should start okay. off that way. It's not true. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and mm-hmm. according to this article, the origin of it isn't clear, but it's believed that people were convinced of this rule after the FDA mm-hmm. suggested in a 1945 published paper, something mm-hmm. along those lines. 
But the uh-huh. truth is you don't need to drink eight glasses of water a day. Your body will still receive the necessary hydration from other fluids, et cetera. Mm. And we know from movies you could survive on like a teaspoon of water, right? In the desert or right. something. I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> but my wife is- Movies con- can't lie. My wife is constantly- <laughs> Telling my kids to hydrate and me to hydrate and all stuff it drives me crazy. But the thing, and it goes, it gets to a point though. Like, if you're drinking something else, she'll still say, "Well, I'll say, you like, I'm, I'm just feeling really tired while I'm drinking something. Let's say it's iced tea. Well, you mm-hmm. should have water. I'm like, every liquid that human. I'm, I notice I'm whispering now because my wife might hear me. Every liquid that a human consumes is mostly water. Mm-hmm. Name something we drink that is not water. You can't. Mm. Everything, you can, the base really. of it, if you could drink it, it the base is water. So mm-hmm. that's right. That's right. why I'm like, honey, I am drinking water. <laughs> it's contaminated <laughs> water. I wonder if that, what if that myth came about? Because certainly prior to the industrial revolution, when we didn't have easy access to potable mm-hmm. water mm-hmm. and people got sick, well, then the reverse must be true. To not be sick, you need to drink lots of potable water. Mm. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Interesting. I mean, Interesting. It, it seems logical at the face, and people that are dumb wouldn't question it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's less cynical than my theory, which was is, is that it was big H2O in some kind of marketing push. They were like, not enough people are drinking water. We barely make any money right now. They're charging like a cents per gallon or something. Is it possible maybe yep. the iced tea mix or the country time or whatever is, is Kool-Aid, um, Johnson Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid yep. is yep. negating, negating the effects of the, uh, the water. Hmm. No, what it, it's not no. negating the effects of the water. I think what it is is bringing, introducing other unhealthy things. So mm-hmm. too much sugar could have other health effects, but I don't think it negates mm-hmm. the water. Now you're right. Maybe a, uh, what coffee and iced tea mm-hmm. are, uh, what is that word that means it's going to make you pee a lot? A diuretic? Delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> In that sense, they <laughs> the may be working day. against that because you may have to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Alonzo. We didn't, I didn't plan on potty talk. It always happens. <laughs> saying it, saying Alonzo Bowden. Your listeners, he's routines. He's fine with potty talk. Oh, the oh, pee is silent. Excellent. You can't even hear it. <laughs> Here's another one. You can catch a cold just by being cold. Oh, Ooh, this is what? an interesting one. Yeah. Right. No. When people, yeah, like never when we heard kids, that, oh, you have to bundle up or you're going to catch oh, a cold, yeah. right? Yeah. Your mom's like, put a hat on, you're going to catch a cold. Right. No, yeah, no. yeah. But I have learned something okay. recently. Yeah. That's not completely false. Mm. There is a correlation. I don't know if it's causation. Okay. I'd have, right. to, look, I have to look into right. it more. Between um, mm. your feet being cold, like in, cold for an extended period of time. Okay. And also- mm-hmm. Your nose. There's something to that. But we know germs cause illness. Right. right. Not, Still not just germ. cold. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And 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 the and how how it relates, you're right. So there's no direct connection between Right. Mm-hmm. But cold mm-hmm. lowers your immune system's function. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do believe that that's probably the the link there. Yeah. Over the toes and the nose thing that you just made up? Yeah. 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 I, I did not the make cat it up. cat effect part too. <laughs> Cat's just saying, keep your nose away from people's toes, which makes good sense. Well, yeah, you that's always a good something. policy to follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then there's some other things that go along with cold, uh, dealing with the cold mm-hmm. weather that may make us more mm-hmm. susceptible to va- viruses. Possibly. I don't know about mm-hmm. the toes and nose thing. I'll have to read about that. Yeah. Uh, and finally, here's another one. Coffee stunts children's growth. Oh. Mm-hmm. You ever hear that? that, that coffee will stun no. your growth. Hmm. They always told me what not to do if I don't want to go blind, but I don't want to stunt my growth. Yeah. I always balanced it out by eating more carrots. Or here's one for you, John. Using a uh-huh. carrot while you're uh Oh. 
mm. eating a carrot while you're. <laughs> oh no! This is not the show we had planned. I am just throwing. Keep this your nose away from other people's carrots, too. Apparently, right, not I, jumping I, I, in on this one. Yeah, we're just going straight to the interview. All right, hey, another wonderful segue. Hey, in a moment we'll be right back with our guest today, Alonzo Bowden. I came here in a time machine that you invented. Now I need your help to get back to the year 1980. Our guest today won the third season of NBC's popular Last Comic Standing and went on to find tremendous success. He's performed on countless television shows, including The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, Late Night with Conan O'Brien, and It's Showtime at the Apollo. Among his many hosting credits, our guest hosted Speed TV's 101 Cars You Must Drive and Travel Channel's America's Worst Driver. His latest hilarious and poignant stand-up comedy special, Stupid Don't Get Tired, is available online. And even better, our guest is currently performing throughout the United States. Visit alonzobowden.com for tour dates and locations. There are links to our guest's comedy special and website in the show notes below. Please welcome to the show, Alonzo Bowden. Hey, Alonzo. What's up, Will? How are you? I'm good. Hey, I'm so very excited to talk with you. I am a genuine fan. Way back uh, from the last comic standing days when uh, my wife and I were rooting for you to win. Thank and you. you. did. Thank you. Yeah. It's it's funny. Last comic is, it's longer ago than people think. So whenever right? I remind them when it was, we all feel much older. Yeah. So I'll just say thank you. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say it that way because I almost don't want to think about it and do the math because obviously then. No, that, don't. That advances don't, don't, us don't. all that much farther into the future. But it's been exciting to watch your career, too, since, you know, uh, with the number of appearances that you've made and shows you've hosted since, your regular appearances on NPR, a lot of very exciting uh, things. Um, I've got to tell you, I was just about to tell you before we started recording here. So our show is, we generally talk about 1980s pop culture and how it continues to endure and influence media today. Um, and occasionally it takes us to these different sort of tangents. Uh, and sometimes what's going on today informs how we perceive the pop culture that, you know, uh, that I grew up with, including this idea. Uh, so on a recent episode, we were talking about literally how dumb people don't know they're dumb. And, <laughs> and so for every episode I research, I try to get authorities on these different things, you know, so I could quote some stuff and sound smart. I Googled dumb people don't know they're dumb. And you are one of the first things that came up. <laughs> so you're the authority on this. Well, well, yeah. my last special, my most recent special, I should say, is called Stupid Don't Get Tired yeah. for the simple reason that it doesn't. It, it is a nonstop barrage. <laughs> and, you know, it's interesting you, you talk about this. There's actually and I wish I could uh, pull up the study that was done because John Cleese was talking about it. But there was actually a scientific study to show yeah. that people who don't know are so dumb, they don't yeah. know they don't know. Right. And of course, the example they used is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, who, who speaks like an authority yeah. with no knowledge of what she's talking about. And yet thousands and thousands of people yeah. follow her. It, it's really it, when you get to the point where scientists are really studying like, wow, 
this stupidity thing is yeah. amazing. That's really scary, Will. Yeah. yeah you know, the, the, the thing you're referring to, I think, is what I came across too, because I, I remember in the article I read, it referred to a John Cleese sort of made it famous, is this thing called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Well, yeah. The, the yes, pe- yes, that's it. The people who know the least think they know the most, and I think people who know the most underestimate their own knowledge. Einstein famously said, the difference between genius and stupidity is genius has limits. Yeah. And, it, and genius is aware of that limit. That's yeah. That's so when did you look that you mentioned your special and it's hilarious and you touch on a number of different topics, but you know, running through it or certainly uh, there's a lot, you keep coming back to this idea of, you know, stupid, not getting tired. When is it or in what context did you, did this occur to you? Well, I think it really started to like comedy comes from what bugs me, you know, yeah. there'll be something and it just keeps coming up and you're like, man, I gotta, I gotta talk about this. Yeah. It was during the pandemic when people just decided science wasn't real yeah. for no reason. They just decided, you know, yeah. you doctors, you scientists, whatever, not real. You don't know what you're talking about. There's a worldwide pandemic, uh, thousands upon thousands, up to hundreds of thousands, millions of people die. No, nope, yeah. not real. Didn't have. And yeah. you just like, how do you argue with that? How do you, <laughs> when, yeah. when, you know, there's no way to argue with it, right? I mean, yeah. people just decided that it wasn't real. And, and it fascinated me. I also have some friends who are doctors and one friend who's a scientist. And I talked to her about it. It's like, I don't know how you do your job, you know, when people can just say, yeah, you're you're studying your Ph.D., your years in the lab. Yeah. All fake. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Waste of money. Waste of time. You know, the uh, the Dunning Kruger study was done. They got, they, what inspired the Dunning guy, I don't remember his first name, was this 1995 bank robbery where when the police, all, they, they got the guy on camera, no masks, clear as day. They run his photo on the news that night. They, he, they get a tip immediately. They go to his house. The thing he says to them is, but I wore the juice. And it turns out, because when he was a kid, he learned that like what most of us did, learned you could use lemon juice as invisible ink. He thought if he covered his face, he'd be invisible. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> and it turns out they said the guy wasn't drunk. He wasn't drugged. He didn't have any kind of mental impairment. And this, like, you know what you're saying, fascinated them. Like, how could you, for lack of a better way of saying it, how could you be so dumb as to think you're a genius? I spoke to, um, and, and I wish I could remember his name. You know, like I said, last comic was a long time ago. And sure. I don't remember things like I used to. But there was an astronaut. He was a guest on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And we talked to him about the flat earth people. And he mm. said, yeah, I have to deal with them all the time. And he said, I said, well, how do you deal with it? He said, if the earth was flat, wouldn't the edge be the biggest tourist destination in the world? Like, wouldn't you want to go to the edge yes. and look over? It's a very simple explanation. And not one flat earther has been able to say, yeah, why don't we just yeah. go to the edge and look down? Right. <laughs> Right. Not even Kyrie Irving, who, as we know, is an authority on so many things. Oh, yes. <laughs> I thought it, you, you put it perfectly. And the thing that, you know, sort of in your special that it, it was put, gave me this angle on this that I hadn't considered or remembered is this idea that when we were young, the people who there were the people who don't know shit, the people who know shit. I'm going to blow up, just completely uh, destroy your routine. Here. <laughs> the people who know shit and the people who don't know shit. And the idea that if you don't know something, you just stay you, in the past, you'd stay out of the conversation. And immediately I could picture a friend who, when we were younger, we would be talking about stuff and he would hang back. I don't, I'm wondering if 
at that time, maybe he felt bad about it, but unlike today, he didn't want to get on a bus and go to the library so he could come back and, you know, show she has knowledge. Whereas today folks can instantly at least feel like they know something. Like, well, like, like I said, in the special, it's the internet Yeah. because in the inter- on the internet, if you don't know shit, you find millions of other people who don't know shit. And then you all agree, yeah. you know, you just make up something and you all agree on it. We didn't have that in the past. In the past, there was actual knowledge and people respected yeah. that. And if someone who was knowledgeable spoke you and you didn't know anything, you would listen and then be like, Hmm, I just learned something today. Now it's like, no, I'm not going to learn anything. I'm going to find other people that find my misinformation. Mm -hmm. Correct. Which again, I get back to, you know, the Marjorie Taylor greens and the, you know, I mean, Trump was, was an expert of that. Right. And he led many of them like, listen, I, I'll just redraw this map with a crayon. (laughs) And and people are like, yeah, he was right. And you're like, yes. you. but the beauty of it, the beauty of it, Will, is you can't argue with that mm. kind of stupidity because there's it's not based in any fact or logic. So there's no way to argue with yeah. it. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I, it's tiring. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. And stupid don't get tired. <laughs> I'm wondering if it, if it's, it seems to me like, I wonder if folks back in the day felt bad about, look, and, and I think we maybe need to make a, a distinction because in your special, one of the things I noticed that's sort of a thread or a through line of the whole thing is about context. Like you've got to understand the context of something uh, to, to, you know, to know where someone's coming from, whether it's telling a joke on stage versus telling it at the office or using context. You know, you joke at the beginning about uh, people thinking you're a father or, or you being able to <laughs> tell dates. Maybe you had an athletic <laughs> career, Mm-hmm. Um, it's all context. So just for the sake of this, look, we're not saying dumb, uneducated people are necessarily are not of lesser value. We're just saying you brought up a great point because I'm not talking about uneducated people, yeah. uneducated people. They, listen, there's a million things that I know nothing about. Right. right. I just I haven't had the experience or I haven't read it or studied it. You know, we all have that. That's fine. Right. It's the willfully ignorant. It's when you you're sh- you're taught something or you're shown something and then you just deny that as being real. That's the frustration. Not, you know, like right now, right. We're dealing with the, the whole election fraud thing right. and we knew it was ridiculous, right? right? We knew that it was a lie. And now it's coming out that all their leaders on Fox news were lying. Yeah. And yet the people who believe it are still saying, yeah, but it was still a fraud. It's like, so yeah. I, what, do, what does it take? Yeah. <laughs> what, what proof will work now that the people who were saying it have told you, yeah, we were lying. Yeah. And you're still like, but you choose to believe the lie. That's the kind of ignorance I'm talking about. Yeah. Uneducated. Listen, there's, there's a ton of things. There's, there's things I learned that I forgot. Don't don't ask me. Yeah. To do geometry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if part of it is, and part of what we're talking about is humility, I think, because, you know, like what you said about Einstein, there's a certain humility required to be able to say, I don't know. You know, please tell me, I don't know. And a lot of it to me, and maybe it's along the lines of the age of the internet where everybody wants to have clicks and likes and be famous and have that sort of whatever comes with that, they imagine, they, they don't want to have humility. So, to say I don't know is so vulnerable, you know, that I'd rather say something fake and say that I know it than be expose myself. Humility is a lost value. And and in sometimes some cases, it's very simple. Like if you go to a store, right, and you ask, 
you know, where where is something? Yeah. I don't know is an acceptable answer. You don't need to walk me all around the store. You could just say, right. oh, yeah, I, I don't know where that is. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, people people right. won't say in the simplest situations, you know, you ask somebody for directions. Well, I think it's over there. It's like, no, you can you can just say, I don't know. And the, the hilarious thing about it, and you brought it up, is is our phones. We we're carrying computers with access to all the information in the world. Right. Yet we'd still rather sit there and make up an answer yeah. as opposed to just either looking it up or saying, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the internet, because one of the, it turns out one of the studies I found in, in, in addition to the Dunning-Kruger one that you referred to is this thing called the Flynn effect where someone studied, you know, going back to the beginning of the 20th century, IQ values. And they found that every decade IQ went up three points. Now, recently they found that after the millennium, it's been going down. And one of the scientists don't know why people are getting dumber. But one of the things is they said, maybe because we have phones, we don't have to know things or remember or memorize things. But they're not really sure that that's it. I mean, it could be any number of things. Well, listen, and I'll tell you some things that have changed. Right. Intellectual became an insult. Right. That's a powerful right. thing. That's a powerful thing. And that happened during the, you know, in the era of the 2000 election, right? When it, the Republican Party and yeah, I do say the Republican Party, because while people say it's both sides, the preponderance of it is on the Republican sure. side. And they decided intellectual was going to be an, an insult. They decided that someone as intelligent and educated as as Barack Obama was bad. I mean, the man taught constitutional law and you say he doesn't know anything about the Constitution. Y- yeah, yeah, he does. He 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 actually does. He studied. Yeah. He knows, you know, things like that. So I think, again, this willful ignorance. And now we've reached the point and again, I'd love to keep the podcast light, but it's fascinating. <laughs> no, please. Whatever. We're, yeah. we're banning books. Yeah. You know, it, it's these are things that and and we have a generation that doesn't even know, but. If I had told you 20 or 30 years ago, oh, you know, we're going to be banning books. You know, they, they worship Reagan, right, as the ultimate conservative. If if in the Reagan era you had said, oh, by the way, the United States of America is going to be banning books. You know how you're going after Russia and, and East Germany and you want to bring down the wall and yeah. communism. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to follow them in banning knowledge. It boggles the mind. It's beyond anything you could have imagined. So... The fact that we're getting dumber doesn't surprise me. And I dare say it is a willful ignorance. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and what you're suggesting sounds like, and maybe it's because the politician, the, you know, the folks that are doing these things, they're dumb too, right? So, but, but that's one way of thinking. In another way, it's more nefarious, obviously, where they'd rather their, the populace be less educated and informed so they can fill their heads with whatever nonsense they want. Well, it's much easier to control people, right? Yeah. If people aren't educated, if you notice the people who are anti-education are very well educated. Yeah. Yes. They all have, they all have college degrees. Some right. of them have advanced degrees and, and I will take it a step farther and say, yeah, because it's easy to get them to fight these culture wars and all this nonsense while you lower taxes on billionaires and mm-hmm. allow them to, you know, basically rape the earth, right? Just, just all natural resources, any, any rules against 
destruction of the earth are taken away. Like we just saw the the train wreck in East Palestine, right? right? Where it was like, yeah, there was a rule to put better automatic brakes on trains, but the people who run it didn't want to spend that money. So they will change all those regulations. And in the meantime, Will, you should be hating drag queens. Right, right. (laughs) Yes, the real threat. Yeah, and lying about who changed that regulation. You know, I mean, now it's... Right, right. And and the beauty of it, (laughs) the beauty of it is, and I was just talking about this the other day, it's almost as if they have a department that looks up things that are zero threat or have never happened and it's like, we're going to make that an issue. Mm-hmm. So so drag queens have never gone to elementary school schools recruiting. Like, that's right. never happened. It has never happened. Right. And yet it is the biggest threat to your children today. Meanwhile, yeah. the Boy Scouts, yeah. hmm. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're not trying to keep them out of schools and they're nearly bankrupt because of the issues they have. Right, right. It's And, and again, the but the fact, the funny part is the things they get you scared of that don't exist. Remember the big bathroom controversy and all right. the transgender people were going to the bathroom out to get you. And the funniest thing about this will is they worry about this in places where there probably aren't that many transgender <laughs> people. You know, when you go to that heartland of America, yeah. the transgender people like you, you could live your entire life in Kansas right. and you probably won't see a transgender person because they're less than 1% of the population. And they're too right. busy to come get you. Right. They ain't heading to Montana. It's cold. <laughs> it's a bus trip. Everybody here, we're going to go to some bathrooms that we're not supposed to go in. The, uh, you know, but, and, you know, this idea about education or knowledge, not education, knowledge, that perhaps if they did live among transgender folks, they would realize, why am I worried about this? You know, I, I like this person. They're not a threat to me or my family or a drag queen, you know, but it, they're not having that experience or information it's someone else can fill it in again. Yeah, it, it's it's funny what people are willing to believe. You know that yeah. that's another thing that it, it's 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 hard to explain. Why are people willing to believe things that just make no sense? You know why why would you believe? I, okay, like the masks. You know, yeah. they're out to get me. Like no, they're not. The first explanation I heard about the mask was simple. It said, oh. It's an airborne virus. Right. So if we cover your nose and mouth and you don't breathe it out, right. that would slow the, the growth of the virus. Right. That makes perfect yeah, sense right. to me. That, that it, and at no point did they say, oh, and the other thing is we want to eliminate the Constitution, take away your guns <laughs> and um, teach your children to be yes. gay. We, that's the mask. Right. That, that was the other use of the mask. Right. Right. <laughs> A lot of the things seem to be fear-based too. I mean, you- absolutely. Abs- keep them scared. The, the strategy, right. Is to keep you scared of other, Yeah. whatever other might be, other might be black, other might be Brown, other might be female, other might be, um, you know, I don't know, transgender, other might be a different political view or a different religion, whatever the other is, you should be scared of it. Yeah. Yeah, you, you touch upon this, uh, you know, it's sort of, you move on quickly from it in the special, but you talk about how, you know, dumb got to this point where they got together and then the next thing was in, to get guns. But there does <laughs> seem to be that when you're in this bubble, you know, of information or lack of information, you get more afraid. 
Uh, and then, you know, uh, you, you get more, uh, I don't know, more defensive and protective of, again, your, your nonsense. But it seems to me that the phenomenon is almost happening to folks as they get older. Whereas, you know, you joke about eating hot dogs in the 1980s out of a gas station, which required you to be brave. And probably, you know, you, I'm surprised you don't have superpowers by now because of whatever you got. Right? <laughs> but that other folks who did the same thing from these generations back then, getting scared now, you know, where they, I don't know what you get. Maybe as you get closer to death, you're more afraid of things that you're told may kill you. I, I don't know. There was a... Um you know, I live in California, so we've we've completely lost our minds as a republic. Yet, a remarkably successful and pay to support half the country. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> there was a big thing at the grocery stores, right, where suddenly they had these alcohol wipes to clean the handle of the uh, shopping cart, sure. right, and everybody had to clean the hand. And I would look at it and say, you know, my dad fought in World War Two. I would hate to tell him I was killed by a shopping cart. I just don't think he would respect, yeah. <laughs> you know, having having been to Poland and Russia in World War Two, I really don't think he'd respect my fear of of a shopping cart handle. So I'm going to go ahead and take my chances yeah. that this shopping cart won't kill me. Right. And, you know, the gun thing and, and I've since changed the joke. Because the gun thing is an issue unto itself, and it's a uniquely American issue. And it, and it's another issue where we just absolutely fight common sense. Can I say, first of all, Will, I'm still waiting for Barack Obama to come to my house and take the guns. He still hasn't stopped by. <laughs> Any moment. He told me he was coming. Yeah. He still hasn't got yeah. here. But the simple common sense, and I always say, just the rules we have with cars, right? You have to have a license to drive one. Right. If I sell you my car, I tell the government, hey, I sold that car to Will. I'm no longer responsible if it crashes into something. Right. Oh, it's simple rules. None of them require the governments out to get me. They're not in my garage yeah. checking my car. It's a simple thing, right? Yeah. Yet somehow when you apply the same, oh, and by the way, I can't drive a Formula One car on the street, you know, because yeah. it's a specialty vehicle made for a special thing. And Yet you apply these same simple principles to the gun world and it's like, they're out to get me. They're out to get my children. I have to get more guns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it almost seems like if you don't, like, again, I don't know, this is tied to being the dumb don't know they're dumb. This idea that if I don't have this commodity of intelligence and I know I really don't, I've got to have guns because I may have to resort to violence because I can't, <laughs> I can't win an intellectual argument. You know, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's where the world looks at the United States and kind of shakes their head like, man, what is yeah. what is wrong with you guys? And I always say, you know, I listen, I love my country and we are the best and the worst at the same time. Yeah, it really is fascinating. Maybe it's the diversity of the country, the, the size of the country or whatever it is. But it is fascinating. The two extremes we have. Yeah. You know, yeah. I guess, you know, going back to the 80s, what we had, KISS and Public Enemy. So we kind of had some extremes going on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, hey, yeah. Th thank you for bringing it back to pop culture. Uh, so we lost half the audience already. But for the half that remains. Uh, no, yes. Uh, yeah. That's one of the reasons that they think the decade was uh, unlike any since is how diverse things were as far as art and science and technology, all these different, you know, we became more global, although now folks, now that's a bad thing too, to become more global. But um, 
you know, you'll be happy to know along those lines that one of these studies I found, I think it was this, uh, it's a 2018 study that shows that, uh, so I told you that people have been getting dumber since the millennium. Yeah. They studied men born between 62 and 91 and found that scores increased for men born between 62 and 75. And then after that, they've started going down. So I say high five to you because we're both in there. Yeah, we're both in there. So, I, maybe the weed was better. Maybe that was <laughs> it. Maybe they got some good weed in the, in the 70s and then they just started. Or maybe, no, it would be the weed in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that good back then. So, nah, sorry. That theory doesn't work. I, yeah. I don't know what happened. <laughs> is there, you, you know, and it, speaking of pop culture, it, look, it, it's not immune to this, which is what led to me this in the first place is because there are these bubbles where folks spread these rumors about, you know, the artists I like and TV shows, movies, and the smaller the bubble, these bubbles are, it seems like the more toxic and hate filled and misogynistic they get. Yeah. And, and, you know, those kind of things, I mean, today are really bad, you know, when you get into the incels and, the, yeah. and people like that, but, but going back to the eighties, you know what you made me think of? Remember when spinning a record backwards was, <laughs> yeah. was like Satan oh, talking. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, so, so people have always been anxious to believe something ridiculous. I guess it just wasn't as insidious and angry mm. back then. And they weren't, you know, they weren't willing to kill you mm. over it. I think that was, that was a difference. We, we still had, I don't know, a national sense of humor or something. It, it, I mean, now, like Max Headroom today would be accused of mind control yeah. of the children, right? It, it would be something like that. And, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know what they think of MTV. You know, isn't it, isn't it funny that a whole generation doesn't even know MTV shows music videos? <laughs> yeah. Like we watched, we watched it be created and we were like, wow. And the radio video killed the radio star was absolutely true. And today they're like, wait, MTV? Yeah. Music videos. Why would they? What? <laughs> yeah. You wonder what they think the M stands for. Yeah. So is there any hope? I don't know that there's any way to convince a dumb person that they're dumb other than what we learned on the, on our episode earlier this week was that the, again, the Dunning and Dunning Kruger suggest this effect, this test is not about everybody else that we think is dumb. It's about ourselves and that we have to, you know, throughout our lives, take a check and say, do I think I'm smarter than I am? You know, is there, am I, am I still intellectually curious? And if I'm thinking I know everything, all right, you may be the dumb person who doesn't realize that they're dumb. I think the hope and, and, you know, again, getting way too serious for, okay. for the podcast, we will come on again and just talk about the eighties. <laughs> but to me, the hope is the young generation that has grown up with internet and technology and they're global and they're, you can't lie to them. Yeah. Right. Because they find the truth. So they they they're the ones, you know, like you talked about um, hating people that are different. They know people who are different and right. they talk to people. who are different. So you can't tell them that a black person is this or a Jewish person is that or a gay person is that because they know these people. And they're like, well, no. Right. They're not like that. What are you, what are you talking about? And they're they. There are no barriers, no no borders anymore. They have friends around the world through the internet. That again, the internet is great and bad. It's horrible that there are predators out there. But one of the great things is that these young people chat with people all over the world and different cultures and they and they're accepting of it. That's the only hope. And and it's also interesting that that's what's fought. 
they fight against this. They don't want them to be global. They don't want them to know what's going on, but they right. do. And, and that's the hope. And, and, you know, it's like they say about voting, right? If it wasn't so powerful, they wouldn't work so hard to stop you from doing it. Right. It's the same thing with this international contact and a global culture. If it wasn't so good, they wouldn't be fighting so hard against it. Very good. All right, we'll leave it at that. Thank you so much for your time and your insight today, Alonzo. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, man. And let, let's honestly, let's do this again. I'd love to talk about the 80s, the, the, the music, the rap culture, the clothes, everything. It was awesome. I really enjoyed that conversation. You know, I knew that I would have a good time, or at least I imagined, right? I've seen his stand-up. I've been a big fan of his for years, like I said. Uh, so I, I imagined it would be fun to chat with him. And certainly he's got an angle and he's certainly a bright guy, but boy, I didn't know where the conversation would go, but I was thrilled to follow him along and I feel the wiser for it. A really, a truly, a truly brilliant and funny uh, man. Please, you got to definitely check him out live if you can. Go to his website, alonzobowden.com. Uh, if you have any problems spelling that, there's a link in the show notes below. You can just uh, check that out. And his special, if you can't see him live, Check out his special, uh, Stupid Don't Get Tired. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, it's available there. Okay, hey, on behalf of me, Will, and Kat and John, we will talk to you again next time on 1980s Now. This podcast is part of the 80s Ruled Network. Visit the 80s Ruled on Facebook for more 1980s awesomeness.